Hey! This week, Mel and I are discussing Dario Argento's 1975 classic giallo film, Deep Red. We have a hell of a lot of fun talking about it. It is a fantastic movie. Uh, we basically just spend like an hour and a half gushing all over it and Dario Argento movies in general. And uh, yeah, it's a fun episode. Talk about all the kills, our favorite characters, and all that good stuff. Um, during that conversation, though, we talk about... Uh, actually, no, I think it's in the beginning. I can't remember where. I screwed up. Um, I talk about... Uh, uh, I don't even remember who brings it up. I don't even know why I'm talking about this, but I, I just felt embarrassed. Because I talk about Dario Argento's film uh, Tenebrae, which is pronounced Tenebrae, and not, as I insist in the episode, Tenabrae. I have been pronouncing it wrong for years, apparently. Um, so try not to lose your mind when you hear me like correct Melissa and like, no, it's Tenabre. It is not pronounced Tenabre. It's Tenabre. Watch, I'm still saying it wrong. I don't know. I'm going to probably cut this out. No, probably not. Probably just going to leave it in. Um, but anyway, who cares? Uh, we also discuss several other films. Uh, Melissa talks about Lucio Fulci's Cat in the Brain from, I have 2001 written down here, and that's not right at all. When, is, when did Cat in the Brain come out? Oh, God, this is going to be a long intro because I'm not doing this again. Cat in the Brain. Cat in the Hat? Nope. Cat in the Brain. When did that come out? I don't know why it's so important to tell everyone. 1990. Yes, she talks about that movie. She really liked it. Uh, she also talks about Stoker Hills uh, from... What year did that movie come out? I don't know. <laughs> 2020. That's right. Um, and I talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one that came out from 2022. And be warned, if you really like that movie, I'd take a big old steamy shit on it. I hated it. I thought it was awful. The only thing great in that movie was the kills. Everything else sucked. Um, so yeah, be prepared for that. And uh, I sort of review the movie They Live in the Gray. Um, kind of. I didn't really finish watching it, so I don't even know why I talked about it at all. But yeah, I talk about it a little bit. Um, wasn't a fan of that either. <laughs> Pretty negative this episode, other than the deep red conversation. Um, I think that's all I have. Uh, this is Forsaken Cinema episode. Th- oh my god, this is Forsaken Cinema episode 83. I had ribs for dinner the other day. You had ribs? Just want you to know that. Okay, were they good? So good. They're from the Tortilla Press Cantina. Oh, you guys love that place. Oh, yeah. Is it the one by the 7-Eleven? Mm-hmm. Yeah, down there. We used to go there. I, got, I know. I've we been should, pretty drunk there we once We should go like double date. Yeah, let's do it. Because I love it there. The, the food is great. Oh, my God, dude. Incredible. Yeah, I'm and, down. And like, honestly, I don't see Amanda enough, so. And Amanda suggested that we go there the other day, and I just wasn't in the mood for tacos. And I was what? like, "Well, they have other food." Yeah, I know, but I just didn't. I literally got like the ribs there on Saturday, I can't and they were so good, best ribs I've ever had. They're like coffee, like coffee ribs. They're, they're coffee rubbed, and then they had to make their own barbecue sauce. Oh. And it's just, dude, it's, mm. it's dope. Mm-mm-mm. Good chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yes. Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to our show. That is the least least uh raunchy irreverent mm, intro we ever had ribs the word dick was not used once in uh, that intro i had dick <laughs> actually i didn't 
What mm-hmm. you didn't have dick at the Not, restaurant? No, okay. no, there was no dick. <laughs> okay, no dick. I'm your host, Chuck. Dick. Uh, oh, sorry. My, I'm your host, Mel. Chuck Dick. Chuck Dick. And oh my God, this is a weird intro. <laughs> Indeed, I am. Indeed, you are. And this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss our favorite and not so favorite films, spanning all of the vast and glorious eras and subgenres mm, of horror. Vast, <laughs> gaping. Oh gosh, this is what happens when you cancel on Sunday <laughs> and we record on Dude, Monday. Dude, we should have done Sunday. I'm like way more tired now. Dude, I, was than I was ready yesterday. to go. I was ready to go. Um, you bitch. <laughs> so yes, uh, and this week the era we are drawing from is the '70s, Woo-hoo! and the subgenre is giallos. Mm-hmm. And if you are not uh, familiar with the giallo, is it giallo or giallo? No, it's giallo. It's giallo. Yes, I got it. Are you serious? <laughs> giallo. Giallo is the Italian word for yellow. That's true. Did you want to explain what a giallo was to our maybe folks who might not know what you want me just are. to read what this says? <laughs> sure. So what I wrote down is the word what? giallo is Italian for yellow. You mean, <laughs> what said- you mean what somebody else wrote down <laughs> yes. that you copied. You're right. And what do I said? That was it. <laughs> That's no, it. Giallo means yellow. <laughs> the these, term- <laughs> these are yellow movies. The end. <laughs> the term derives from a series of cheap paperback mystery and crime thrillers, novels with yellow covers that were popular in Italy. Italy. In the context of 20th century literature and film, especially among English speakers and non-Italians in general, giallo refers specifically to a particular Italian thriller horror genre that has mystery or detective elements and often contains slasher, crime fiction, psychological thriller, psychological horror, sexploitation, and less frequently supernatural horror elements, blah, blah, blah. Yes. This particular style... Much less frequency, yes, actually. that's... this particular style of italian produced murder mystery horror thriller films i don't know why they put all of that in there known more specifically in italy as giallo alla italiana i don't even know if i said that right (laughs) i think you're good roughly translated as italian okay this just keeps telling me it just says giallo like three times okay you're just reading straight from the wikipedia (laughs) yes usually blends the atmosphere and suspense of thriller fiction with elements of horror fiction such as such as slasher violence and eroticism. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. And often involves a mysterious killer whose identity is not revealed until the final act of the film. The genre developed in the mid to late 1960s, peaked in popularity during the okay. 1970s, and subsequently, subsequently, I don't know how to say Subsequently. Send, that's what I said. Declined in commercial mainstream filming over the next few decades, though less prominent examples continue to be produced. It has been considered a predecessor to and significant influence on the later American slasher film genre. Boom. Very significant influence. That was so much. Thanks, Wikipedia. The influence in some movies that you watch, some giallos. uh, Like, um, Mm -hmm. have you ever seen Bay of Blood? Yes. You watch Bay yes. of Blood. You can pick out like, oh, that's that's where Scream got that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's where Friday. Oh, that's where Friday the Thirteenth got that thing. That's mm-hmm. one of the most influential oh, movies yeah. on slashers ever, and it is a jello. Um, I will expound a little bit on that. Um, wait, I didn't say enough. <laughs> well, you like that's the the lit- like. There's Literal, some yeah. there's there's some stuff that is specific to giallos mm-hmm. um like the killer usually wears black gloves uh-huh. oh gloves and, are a big and, thing and leather yeah. raincoats mm-hmm. um it's usually very moody and mm-hmm. atmospheric and like dreary feeling um 
Uh, there's oftentimes a lot of like red and blue lights and mm-hmm. weird, crazy, lots of, lots like, of especially red in Suspiria. Yeah. yeah. Um, not just red light, but like yeah. diff- light, no, I mean, light, like, yeah. red is like a, mu- like a main color yeah. in like, you'll see it on like, fr- like right. table settings and curtains. Yeah, that's true. And red is so huge. And the blood that they use is usually like bright, bright red yes. on purpose. Um, which I love. Yeah. There's, uh, usually the character doing the sleuthing or the detecting mm-hmm. is some amateur that has no business oh, yeah. doing it at all. Or like they don't, they're yeah. not even a detective. Yeah, they're just like, Maybe hmm, they I'm like a concerned citizen. I'm going to figure, piano, this, sh- figure this shit out. Mike, junior detective, confirmed. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, repressed memories, enigmatic titles, creepy music stores, stylized murders, amateur, hey, amateur, stop amateur, amateur me. sleuths. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it has all these different elements and these different like, kind of rules that they follow and th- and things that they do mm-hmm. that make it a giallo and uh yeah some uh some popular giallos to check out if you're into them and you haven't seen many mm-hmm. of them the girl who knew too much mm-hmm. a lizard in a woman's skin mm-hmm. blood and black lace don't torture a duckling tenabre which is another argento oh, movie is that how you say that my dumbass was like, that's Tenebra. No, ten- I'm pretty sure it's Tenebra. <laughs> I said Tenebra. I could be. I, I'm serious. I, I always thought that's how you said it. I could be mispronouncing very it. Very popular film. Yeah, it's really good. Well, very popular giallo film that you should watch. Bay of Blood, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, another uh, mm-hmm. Argento movie, Dress to Kill, Blood and Black Lace, Suspiria, another uh, Argento. You which, can't talk yeah. about giallos without talking about Dario Argento. Which the movie we're going to talk about, it, uh, Suspiria, came out like right after, right after it. Yeah. That was... The uh, and the movie we were talking about this week is the Dario Argento masterpiece Giallo Deep Red from mm-hmm. 1975. So we will be talking about that in a little bit. But first, what'd you watch this week? Hey, buddy. Thanks for asking. Th- wait, I didn't say how you're doing. I just yeah. I just said my, my no, movies. No, I don't want you to ask me how I'm doing. I don't want you to thank me for asking you how, how you're doing. Because I didn't ask how you're doing. Well, I didn't thank you. I thank you for asking me what I watched. Touche. Okay. Well, fun fact. <laughs> that was interesting. I'm not going to talk about the movies that I watched while getting tattooed. This is going to be a very strange look. <laughs> like, it's just how I look. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm not going to talk about the movies. I'm going to just mention them quickly that I watched when I was getting a tattoo done because I got a Killer Constant Amount of Space tattoo done on yes, Friday. Yes, it looks hella tight. Hey, it is sore as fuck. I bet it is. feels like sunburn. You know how it goes. Yep. It's a shitty place. But anyways... The tattoo's great, so let me just run by. We did watch Killer Cross from Outer Space, because duh. Because duh. And then we watched The Lost Boys, because classic. Okay. So these are movies you guys should have seen. And then we just kind of threw in a movie at the like the end, because we knew we were like nearing the end. So we watched uh-huh. Poltergeist 2. Oh, that's a good one. Well. No. <laughs> it's, it's okay. There's part... I saw that when I was a kid, and it scared the... I saw it before that's I saw the first that, one. The ghost guy character is always so fucking creepy. Yeah. He just creeps me the hell out. the shit out of me. But they like try to do like the like. Dude, when he pukes up uh, that fucking thing. And, and there's like the like skeleton dudes in the closet. Yeah. It's great. But like the, they try to do this like, oh, we're going to have this Native American character. So that it sounds yeah. like we're not shitting on them for having an ancient burial ground <laughs> right, in the right, first one. Right. So entertaining. <laughs> but so uh, those, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like it. And then we also it's watched. It's not as good. Yeah. It's not nearly oh, as good as the first not. one. But I still like it. And then we watched Pineapple Express, which obviously I'm not going to talk about here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so anyway, so let's talk about movies. That's what we're doing, right? Does Alice get into more obscure because whenever you... Oh, yeah. He's always asking me, like, he's not, like, really into... Well, honestly, Alex is, like, a big, like, trauma, like, okay. fan and, like, those kind of, like, 70s, 80s, like, trash movies. He obviously loves Killer Clowns from Space. He loves... It's just whenever We're you... going to do a reanimator tattoo next, so... Oh, nice. 
you just whenever you go get your tattoos done, and you tell me what you guys watched, and I was like, oh, that's those are cool movies that I've seen a billion we're times. We're just streaming. Like this, we're just picking what's on streaming for free. So. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So it's like we're not paying for stuff. So and then also we have to think about the other people who come into the tattoo shop to that's get true. like piercings. Yeah, I guess this is a stupid point. Because sometimes we'll put on like some stuff and then I don't know why I'm trying, like, to like, <laughs> trying to throw shade. Yeah. Out. It's for we're trying to throw shade out. We're like, reason. oh, this is inappropriate. Like it's cool for us. <laughs> yeah. But, so I guess that makes unfortunately, sense. we have to think about other people. Yeah. True. So, anyways, yeah. He does like the more obscure movies and he's, I don't know. He hasn't seen the new Scream yet or he's not interested in the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, just, oh God, we'll get to that. that. <laughs> but let me talk about the movies I did watch. So, I have two okay. movies to talk about. Okay. <clears throat> One's from 2022, I think. <clears throat> uh, me, 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 me. Okay, so I the watched. The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> Sorry. Mickey the Mouse human, shrieked as the bear trap severed his left the leg. The human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> They'll okay. never stop, folks. Stop. We gotta stop this. No, we'll never stop. Okay. Can't stop, won't stop. Right. Never right. stop, never stopping. Oh, it's a good one. That's a great movie. Yes, Andy Sandberg could get it. Hilarious. All right, Loved moving it. on. This moving is on. not one of those podcasts. Okay. <laughs> I watched Stoker Hills. It's a from it's on amazon um it says it's from amazon says 2022 imdb says 2020s and then i looked it up it turns out it took like two years to get released after it premiered somewheres um it's in the secluded town of stoker hills three college students find themselves in the worst nightmare when they set out to film a horror movie and are kidnapped by a serial killer their only hope for survival is the camera they left behind and the two detectives looking for clues in the footage (laughs) okay man let me just start by saying. Why did you watch this? I just wanted something new to watch, and you it came just, out, and it was before the Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out. So I was like, "This is the new movie. I'm not watching anything else." Okay, I see. I guess. Let me tell you, man. All right. This movie's stupid. Uh, <laughs> this is one of those low-budget films where they spend a lot of their money on a small cameo role for a horror icon. Right, yeah, Tony Todd. In this case, yeah, that would be Tony Todd, who plays a college professor lecturer on the importance of, importance of cinema, which really just feels like kind of a ripoff of when Robert England was a professor in Urban Legend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty much like the same setting. Obviously, Tony Todd stands out because he's a legend, and he acts wonderfully, and he deserves better. Okay. He's trying to he's trying to get that paycheck. See, well, he could do whatever he wants. He could just show up for two minutes and bam. Yeah, like in money. Well, he's the best part of the movie, which is sad to say, because he's literally just a professor. <laughs> There's no twist here where it's like he's a killer. He's I not. Got you. So, um, honestly, the filmmakers in this movie are a bunch of boner farts who say <laughs> bro a lot and are meaner to each other than I am to you. Boner. Wow. Really? <laughs> yes, dick. Boner farts. Do you know where boner farts came from? No. That's from uh, border, uh, Borderlands. Is it? Borderlands 2, yeah. No, I played both of those. You played you play two? Yeah, I have the box set where it's oh, one and two. That's one of my favorite games. It's good, but I suck at going places in games. <laughs> okay. Um, directions are not easy for me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes Michael would watch me play and help me figure like, out where I'm supposed okay, to go. I understand. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not some joking. Of the, some of the maps in, on the, in that game are gigantic. No, but it's like that in every game. Batman, like Arkham. Hey, Michael's like, go this way. I'm, I'm like, gonna I'm be, just going to fight these I'm going to be honest with you. I also sometimes have a huge problem with like, okay. I'll, uh, I'll run around in circles like, I was just in here. Like, how the fuck yeah. do I get out of here? I don't. I'm really bad at that. So thank you. I'm a little not great at that. And like too. my favorite game to play is like Diablo 1 through 3. So uh-huh. I don't know where I'm going most of the time. I'm just like breaking things and fighting people. <laughs> hey, well, that's fun. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Anyways, back to what I was saying. Rude. 
So quite unlikable fellas. And this one dude has a chin that gives Jay Leno a run for his money. Oh, I'm I looking mean, at him. His name. I'm sorry for like hating on the way someone looks. I know they can't help it. But dude, that chin. It's he's His irritating personality just makes it extra punchable. Just Is his saying. name Eric Edabari? I don't know. Eric Fuckface. <laughs> fuck <face. laughs> okay. Also, I know this is, so found, this is a found footage film. The color and the lighting is actually really decent. Like, they really tried there. Uh-huh. But they may really make it a point to be extra shaky and have some poor angles that would make anyone with motion sickness gag. Okay. I was literally getting nauseous at points. Like, so, they were just shaking the camera all about. So you think they're, like, overcompensating? It's like, oh, this is what Yeah, we have no idea. Footage it's found footage, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's really shaky, right? In found footage movies, it's really shaky. Yes. Was it like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you, the two detectives are just, like, laughable. Like, I don't... They're, like, taking their time, looking through this footage, not worrying about saving these kids or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyways, so Review by Dustin, which I agree with, has a nice professional enough sheen to it that makes you think it's a fair a fair bit better than you your typical VOD but there's a level of hamminess to all of the dialogue that makes you feel like you're watching a parody of flicks from the 40s or something, especially with the two main detectives that feel like they were written and performed by children who saw some dumb detective show their grandmother watched. <laughs> Granted, their level of artificial artificialness falls in line with some of the aspects the film rolls with, including an ending you can guess pretty early on, but that doesn't make it feel any less cringy at times. <laughs> Seriously? It's so stupid. They're making a film. And then all this stuff happens with a kidnapper. Uh-huh. And then you could probably guess the ending if you had like you could figure it out from the very beginning. Like, and I okay. this is super right. predictable. Yeah. If I spoil this for you, don't be mad. Skip like one second ahead. I don't think anyone wants to watch this. No, you don't. I agree. Please don't watch this. Um so none of this stuff happens. It was their film the whole time. And the end, it's like them watching uh, it. And Tony Tosti and it goes, bravo. This is great. Uh, yeah. Great job, guys. Lame. Yeah. It's so fucking lame. And the <laughs> acting is so bad. And the special effects are so just cheese. Like not good fun cheese. And the acting. Ugh. So and also, if you've ever watched a survival horror escape film, you've seen this one. This is not anything yeah. different. Stoker Hills. Mm-mm. It's a no. It's a no. No to Stoker Hills. Sorry, guys. Noker Hills. Noker Hills. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm right. Not stoked to see that one. Not stoked about Stoker Hills. And the second movie that I Stoker watched. Stoker Hills is lacking Stoker thrills. Ooh, look at you. Nah. All right, we'll try the next one afterwards. Okay, <laughs> so the next movie I watched is Nightmare Concert, a.k.a. A Cat in the Brain. Oh, really? So 1990. Have you seen this one? Uh, or you've probably seen it on... Yeah, I've seen... I'm pretty sure I've seen bits and pieces of it. I've, I've never seen the whole movie, but I, I, know, on, I know of it. Um, What's well, Tubi? It's free on Tubi, so I highly yeah. recommend it. Uh, so the master of Italian horror, Lucio Fulci, stars as yeah. Lucio Fulci, <laughs> a filmmaker with a reputation for gruesome horror films. His body of work has started to plague his mental state, and he is haunted by the grotesque set pieces his mind has conjured up during his career. His psychiatrist, Egon Schwartz, used a hypnotized Fulci as an avatar to carry out his own disturbed fantasies in hopes of ruining the master's reputation once and for all. <laughs> so 1990, this came out like six years before Fulci passed away, and he does act as himself. It's written, directed by Fulci, also stars Fulci, which is <laughs> great. Um, it's an hour and a half, found on uh, Tubi, so perfect splatter hard to fill the time. 
Uh, fun fact. I wrote a little fun fact here. The original script was 49 pages long. It contained no dialogue and consisted of <laughs> descriptions of bodily mutilations, imagery, and sound effects that would complement them on screen. Oh, that's why we love uh, you, Fulci. <laughs> and the Fulci edited footage from the following six movies are in this because it's like he's thinking of like the stuff he's done and the okay. the psychiatrist has taken inspiration from his movies. So it has from the movies Bloody Psycho, 1989, Sodoma's Ghost, 1988, Hansel E. Gretel, Hansel A. Gretel, 1990, Massacre, 1989, The Murder Secret, 1988, and Touch of Death, 1988. So these are all, I've seen a couple of these. They're all great. Um, some people reviewed this as one of Fulci's worst films, but to be honest, this is just enter- as entertaining and bizarre and bloody as the rest. I absolutely loved it. It's it, This is a self-aware horror with dark comedy, like because okay. he knows like it's about his movies and yeah you know so the score definitely stands out because it's whimsical and jazzy at times and intense at other times much like the movie we're going to talk about later yes (laughs) and there's a scene where he's filming a freaking nazi gestapo orgy where a dude shoots a pool ball up a lady's hoo-ha that sounds like fun it's amazing (laughs) oh my god nice and then so like i took this review uh from tony the terror so thanks tony for your input i agree says i adore this absurd absurd self-aware comedy horror so much because it truly feels like Fulci wrote a love letter from the horror genre to all the censors and critics that wrote his ass and just signed it with a big old fuck you and that's the sort of thing I respect the hell out of this is meta before meta was even a thing and I love seeing Fulci walking around playing himself he's honestly kind of adorable even if he isn't trying to be oh my god so cute (laughs) if this movie was just the scenes of him having daily interactions with other people then i might rate it just as highly because all of those scenes are gold but we also get the best of gore compilation of most of his later films those scenes are very obvious obviously inserted but i don't think that point was ever to try and hide it it's supposed to look cheap and bloody it's brilliant fulci was brilliant and italian heart is one of the greatest gifts of cinema ever given to us so tony the terror i absolutely agree Thank you for your input. <laughs> this is a great movie. And if you love splatter horror, if you love the Italian genre, you have to watch it. The Italian genre? Italian horror genre. You know what I mean. <laughs> Euro horror. You're, you're a horror. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't even understand what you said. <laughs> and also, apparently, Cat in the Brain is supposed to be like a pun on Cat in the Hat, so okay whatever whatever dope ass movie dope so that's movie. what i watched and i really enjoyed that one and that's that so hey bud hey tell me what you watched i'll tell you what i watched i mean you right did now. text me about it somewhat I did. so go for it uh well first off um i well actually i'm gonna be i'm gonna be completely honest you with should. you i watched two movies but one of them not, i'm not really gonna talk about because you talked about it last week i watched valentine oh i'm sorry um yeah i won't go into it because you basically said everything that i would say did about you it. like it though some people do not like no, it. no i thought it was great especially I, watching it now yeah i thought it's it's super cheesy dumb fun oh like, dude yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fun movie i don't realize what people shit on it so hard like yeah, it's because people are like oh i need to think that's what it is like just it, a popcorn sl- it's slasher it's just as good as like well I'm, it's not just as good as i like urban legends a lot like kind of a lot but you can kind of see where but yeah but yeah. it's that same type of thing and it's same like dude, if, you, so, if you don't yeah. like those movies yeah you're not gonna like this movie like whatever um but i really brought that up because um when i was editing last week you said that brooke shields was in valentine 
Um, Brooke Shields is not in Valentine. Who am I thinking of? Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Did I say book? Oh my god! Sorry. <laughs> I'm listening yeah. to it. I'm like, and I'm like watching the movie. I'm like, no. And I had yeah. seen it before. I was remembering scenes Where as I watched I it. I was Brooke like, oh, I remember Shields this from? shit. Because Denise Richards, I know her. I have no idea. Mm. It just popped in there. I guess she's hot. Too skinny, but hot. Denise Richards. Yeah, she's not too skinny. She is to me. Um. So yeah, I wanted to bring that up. But yeah, it's it's a fine movie. It's fun. I said what I said. Okay. Fine. Okay. She's in it. Brooke Shields is in this movie because <laughs> I it. fucking said Rewatch so. Rewatch it. Um, but yeah, it's a cool movie. I like it. I dig it. It's no better or worse than any of the other movies that I were coming out yeah. at that time. It's fun. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I watched that, and I watched another movie. Wow. Um. Saturday night that I did not finish. Oh, I saw you posted yeah, on the, the grams. I couldn't make it i was so bored and like tired and then i was like all right i'll watch it either sunday or monday and i just didn't get around to watching it so um and that movie was called uh <laughs> they live in the gray i was like you don't even remember. from 2022 okay the plot was basically like uh it was very similar to the sixth sense where this okay this woman can see uh ghosts and they're just like beating the shit out of because her because she time. see why children love the cinnamon sugar taste of cinnamon toast crunch what? that's like a thing you don't remember that okay what it was like they're advertising what made you say that because it's funny she can see ghosts but she can't see the reason <laughs> okay, why now I, get it. Love the sugar I was like why did you say that <laughs> all right i get it shut uh, shut up <laughs> i'm sorry please proceed no, it was uh i didn't make it to the ending so take this review with a grain of salt i made it it's an hour and 48 minutes long Ooh. And it seriously could, and I made it like to, to the hour point. Okay. For the record, this doesn't have a good rating, so no. maybe you're not alone. I I made it to an hour, hour and ten before I was like, I can't do this. I don't know what the director was thinking because there was a good movie here. Mm-hmm. It was. It just needed to be. You needed to cut like a half hour out of this movie. Like seriously, it moves so slow, mm-hmm. but it's. It, oh, well, I almost said as well acting. Like the, the acting isn't good at all. There's nothing... Okay, this is my biggest problem with it and one of the reasons I turned it off. This director must have thought he really had something special here. Jokes on you, there's two directors. Uh, well, the directors must have thought that they were like nailing the atmosphere and like nailing the tension and like nailing the horror. Oh man, they nail. But they just weren't. It just wasn't there. And they're they're doing these really slow takes and these slow shots and nothing's happening. There's no dialogue. But there's also no mood or atmosphere or anything. It's like, so you can do this sort of thing. And a lot of movies have done it very successfully. The Witch is probably the most successful Mm -hmm. movie to do it, um, in my opinion. But there's there's other movies. There's plenty of other movies that have done this. But those movies had hella atmosphere Mm -hmm. they were saying stuff in every scene without saying or doing anything it was just there was tension and 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 uh dread and like you know atmosphere (laughs) this movie had nothing it was just flat and lifeless and they're just like let's draw this scene out like really really long because Mm -hmm. you know people are getting really scared at this point and it's like no we're not we're fucking bored like there is nothing happening Ugh. and like i said the acting wasn't too good how was the atmosphere there was no atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. But like there was a cool story. They they ripped a little too much off from Sixth Sense, but I, I can okay. forgive that. Whatever. They were kind of doing their own thing with it. Um What you're right? What is that? I don't hear anything. I hear something. Hold on, let me pause. Are you losing your shit? 
All right, we figured there's there. When I'm not crazy, there's not little children living inside of my head. <laughs> <Fucking scared. laughs> you said like children. I was like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, Please, I heard like children in my headphones. <laughs> no, nah, I love my YouTube player was playing for some reason. I don't know why. And the children were talking. But anyway, what were we saying? What was I saying about atmosphere? <laughs> there was atmosphere, none. atmosphere, and atmosphere. There were none. And there was no atmosphere. Yeah. I don't know if I said this enough, but there was no atmosphere in this movie. There was no. There was basically nothing. But. There were parts that were legit creepy as fuck. Like my hair standing up. Like I am scared at this part. But it would last for like a couple seconds. There's this one scene where she goes outside and there's this dude, like a homeless dude or something behind her in like the shadows. How dare he? In the shadows. And she turns around and looks and he's like, can I have something to eat? I'm really hungry. And then she's like, she, she can't tell what's real and not so she i guess she just assumes that it's another ghost okay and she runs inside and runs through all these doors and then it's like and there's like in her kitchen or whatever she's like breathing real heavy and like out of the corner this dude's hand and he screams and he goes he's like i told you i was hungry and he grabs her and i i was so freaked out i was like <laughs> was that a ghost it was a ghost okay. yeah I was like, because he was way over yeah. there, and then he's right next to her. Yeah, it was a ghost. Well, we don't know how fast he runs. But there was stuff like that in the yeah. movie that was really, really good and scary. Mm-hmm. It was just not nearly enough of it, and um, the, like nothing happened. So take that all with a grain of salt. Watch it if you want. Um, there is some good things in this movie, but it just takes forever to get through it, and I just couldn't do it. I could have done it if I was like awake and like, you know, I had started the movie at like a reasonable time. I would have sat through it, but I I just really don't think it could have recovered from how little okay. was happening and how boring it was. So um so my non official review is uh don't recommend. <laughs> and then what I do want to talk about, um I actually ended up talking more about that than I thought I was. Uh, I watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, 2022. Oh, man. The reviews are so split. After nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. Boo. Um, all right. Great kills. Let's start with the positive. The kills are fucking brutal in this okay. movie. So good. So much gore. There is an entire, there's a scene on a bus where he destroys like 30 people. Good, because why the hell is he even on a bus? It is amazing. There is so much gore and blood in this movie. Kudos. Everything else in this movie completely sucks. Why is he on a bus? There's a scene where, I I mean, I can explain to you right now if you want to know why he's on the bus. a little bit. I do. Okay, so um, let's get to the bad then and I'll jump right to this since you're making me completely... Uh, get away from my notes <laughs> um, so the characters were first and foremost incredibly unlikable mm-hmm. and I believe that was on purpose I feel like there was an agenda in this movie Maybe, I really yeah. do I feel like there was some type of slight conservative agenda in this movie and I don't I didn't read anybody else that I didn't read a ton of reviews but I didn't really see anywhere where this was a thing, but I was really getting the feeling that they were trying to say something about Texas and like, don't fuck with Texas, oh, really? you dumb kids. Um, so these twenty-somethings, uh, social media influences. Yeah. The, well, these twenty-somethings, um, I'm pretty sure it said that they're from Austin, which Austin is a very progressive town. It's a really mm-hmm. great place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're from there, and they're looking to basically gentrify this this nowhere town. Why? Um, do you know what 
gentrif- gentrification. Yeah. Okay. They're they're gonna they're gonna make it really nice. Mm-hmm. They're gonna bring in a lot of young people and stir up business and, yeah, and make make it into like the next Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um. So they get there, and uh, the first thing that they do, one of the girls does, is immediately like insult, like hardcore insult, like one of the locals, Ooh. like m- crazy disrespectful. There's this dude, you know, he's open carrying because it's Texas. He has a gun yeah, and a truck, of course, of course. and she like says something along the lines like, like how how small do your dick have to be? Wow. To, like, like, dude, shut You're up. You're gonna get shot. You're gonna get shot. One, two, like you're trying, you, you, you should be really trying to win these people over because you're moving into their place and it's like, this is their town. You should be like respectful. Oh yeah. You can disagree with somebody and say, and think like, yeah, open carry laws that we have a major problem with guns mm-hmm. in this country. Like you can think all that stuff, but you could be respectful. Yeah. Call, Keep it you to yourself. Get there and call out this big fucking dude and his gun with all your friends around. Like, mm-hmm. So that happens and there's a couple other scenes um, where they get there too and they think that they have done their homework and dotted their dotted their I's across their T's and done everything mm-hmm. and bought up all the property and basically, um, you know, kicked everybody else out that was there. There wasn't a lot of people there. It was a poor town. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this little old woman that still lived there who we find out is yes. the fa- the grandmother or whatever yeah. of Leatherface. Meh. Not spoiling anything. Also, if you're going to see this movie, you've probably seen it already. Oh, yeah. Everyone's been like hyping it up. Hyping well, it up? Half the people have been hyping up talking about how great it is and the other half are talking about how awful it is. Yeah. I don't know who to... Tr- no, I do know who to trust and it's not <laughs> the people who are going, oh, it's the best movie ever. No, and basically they show up and they didn't do their homework because they're irresponsible 20-something-year-olds and they end, they end up kicking her out and she gets so stressed that she dies. Oh, my God. So, anyway, all of this stuff. And then there's that scene in the bus. Um, okay, so they bring a whole bunch of people with them. Oh, okay. Because they're going to party and they're going to start working on the town. And they you know, they have all their houses and stuff. And yeah, they're going to yeah. start moving in. Um, so, there's a whole ton of people. And then it starts raining at some point. So, they all go onto the bus. They take their party like onto the bus. And they're all partying on the bus. Party bus. Yeah. And at some point in the movie, Leatherface gets on the bus and that's where you see that scene in the trailer okay, yeah because i was like why would he be on a bus with a bunch of people like yeah, that's he why. doesn't leave his little that's uh, why they were in the town and they're all like yeah. they're all like uh and it's another this is another thing that makes me think what i'm about to say is they're all they've all got their phones out and they're like make one wrong move and you're canceled bro and then and then leatherface just slaughters all yep, of them like don't yeah. fuck with leatherface don't fuck with texas i feel like this movie is mocking progression and cancel and like mocking all of it saying like you know these dumb kids like trying to do this in our town texas you know these stupid idealistic teens ruining everything and like all these young people like blah 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 like that's that is the prevailing feeling that i got in this movie Mm -hmm. and again i'm i'm surprised i didn't hear more about that or read more about that it's like dude what are you doing Hmm. this movie is like the 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 epitome of like that the the jason shirt that says like no lives matter oh yeah that bullshit that stuff. that's what yeah. this movie feels like that's what this movie is and it's stupid <laughs> like cool <laughs> yeah like ugh. and also i have like so i do always have some qualms about like the new movie comes out and it's supposed to take place like after the original and then it's like 50 years went by and he oh, didn't do anything i'm gonna get to that too like that, that doesn't make sense that to is me. a really stupid point in the movie too it's like oh you're just hiding out for 50 years like you didn't he didn't murder anybody else and after that's like that. The, like, like Michael Myers thing too, like with Halloween, like when they brought it back and it was yeah. like all that time has gone by and now like, come on. All right. Yeah, shit is dumb. 
So, anyways, please proceed. I um, like what you're some saying. Some stupid ass things in this movie. Like, there's two times in this movie where characters are horrifically maimed and like mm, they're dead. Yum. They're dead. Like, there's there's no coming back. Yeah. From this. No Chick- coming Chick- at all. Well, not anymore for them. <laughs> and. Somehow we go back to them and they're still alive. No. It's like, you're not still alive. There's no way. All, there, there's like a a giant puddle of blood under you. That's all of your blood. Plot holes. Is on the pavement. Plot armor. Yeah, some, a couple of plot holes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, like there's a there's a certain character. I won't spoil it completely. Or should I? That's up to you. No, I won't. Um, but a certain character, there's a point where a character has Leatherface lined up in their shotgun point blank. Mm-hmm. Instead of pulling the trigger, they just start running their mouth. Oh my god! And they miss the opportunity, and it's like fucking stupid. Leatherface takes two shots to the chest with a shotgun from not very far away. Well, maybe they're trying to say he's like super and keeps coming. No, he's not. I know he doesn't belong in that category. They never. And, and fifty years later, he's got to be old. Too. He's old as fuck, man. Yeah, he's at uh, least seventy. This doesn't. It didn't make any sense. I thought the mask that they put on him the chick's face i thought it was stupid looking that part where he pops up in the cornfield or in the, that field of whatever the flowers were mm-hmm. is not oh. scary looks stupid they did sally's character you know yeah. the final girl and, and yeah the, they, i the know original. they got like a new actress because she passed away so um they did her character dirty no. they did her character so she straight get away? Up dirty no the her, her whole backstory is lame she's like she became a ranger and like spent the next fifty years looking for Leatherface. Well, he probably was still in the same like house, but whatever. Oh no, he was in a different house. He was Why? in this house with this person. I don't know. Mm. I, I, I'm not with his th- grandma I'm, or something. Grandma. I don't know. So she never found him. Which wait, is wait, grandma's probably old as hell too. Which She's probably is still, like hundred. Oh yeah. yeah, she died. She had like a heart attack. I mean, yeah, but anyone can have that. I guess. <laughs> but no, she was like super duper old. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just and the way that they ended her character is disrespectful it was just bad and yeah. it, it was just all kinds of bad this movie sucked so hard mm-hmm. i did not like it i thought it was absolute trash yeah i'm probably not gonna watch it for a while because i have too many things to watch before. disrespect to the original and i don't know why this franchise just continuously fails so hard they've gotten i mean two was fun i thought two was a lot of fun two was yeah. fun um and the remake was okay the one with jessica beale i thought jessica was fine beale was not bad and then you had the one with alexandria daddario who i love but i thought that uh, one no, was that stupid bad. as hell they were like oh we got feelings for leatherface what and was then- the one with matthew mcconaughey was that three that was terrible three yeah uh, right the, yeah yeah just can we stop can we stop <laughs> please can we leave can we leave all these movies alone and start now? a new like maybe killer yes yeah. do something else i i'm getting to the point where like i'm getting like real speaking sick. of new killers where the fuck are you terrified yeah, what's going too? To too? <laughs> i cannot look at instagram with scrolling with every other post being freddie or jason mm-hmm. or leatherface i know right they're now. cool and i like <laughs> them but like can we get some other shit like can we do something else for a while yeah. I, I can't, well, you know, like, Halloween ends soon, right? Please. <sighs> That's literally what it calls. No, no they'll keep it going. It will never stop. Please stop. Halloween ends. No, it won't. There'll be something. There'll Please be something end. two, three, four, five years ne- later. I know. And then like even the Scream 5. We did not fucking need that. No, we didn't. We didn't need that. I want something stop. new. Stop. You got the Chucky series. I want something new. 
Yeah, can we leave all these behind? You hear this, just, writers, let's directors? Just, let's just Give all, us a new slasher, please. Take a deep breath. We'll all hold hands and we'll say, like, it's over. Yes. Like, it, we're not doing this anymore. Uh, Psycho Gourmet 2 would be a good idea. <laughs> well, that just came out. That's, I know. That hasn't been being remade and rebooted over and over for the last yeah. 30 years. Give it a break, man. I hear you. I hear you. I'm so tired. If you're tired, you should take a nap. I should. Not here, though. An eternal nap. <laughs> you said it, pal. Uh, anyway, there was definitely a chainsaw and a massacre, which took place <laughs> in Texas in this movie, but very little else. Watch if you want to massacre some of your brain cells. Ooh. Because I know like Shit some movie. of our followers really enjoyed this one. I even received Yo, a message if or you, two. If you super cut to all the kills, awesome That's ass movie. That's what mo- I was told. Awesome ass movie. Like I have a coworker, Tyler, who's just like, just YouTube video all a uh, kills compilation. You'll yeah. like it. Yeah, then you'll love it. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that person. He said he said except for like one of the kills, I think towards the end was he said was pretty stupid. But I don't remember. He didn't point out which one it was. I don't so. remember. I so. think I think I might know which one he's yeah. talking about. So that's yeah. Uh yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's it's funny because like the the movie switches from the the you know the twenty something year olds. We Leatherface comes back, and I'm like oh. And it picked up for a while, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe this is gonna be, maybe it's gonna be good. Maybe it's just gonna be him going around fucking shit up." And it essentially is, but these characters make the stupidest decisions, mm-hmm, of and course. then the whole disrespectful, like to the original movie, all the dis- that, like, it ends up just like, okay, I don't, it, it almost went there, but mm. it just, it just didn't. All right, I hated it. That's that's that. Anyway, is it time? Yes, it's time. <laughs> Welcome, please. To Mel's Book Club. The Book Club. Come inside. Come closer. I want to tell you about something. Closer. Is it a book? Closer. Clo- too close. Too close. Back up. Back up. Yes, it's a book, dummy. It's a book club. <laughs> well, I'll keep this one short. I didn't write a lot. But let me tell you, I read the book called Red. R-E-D. The right. color red. The, not, not red. Like you read I read book. red. Okay. By Jack Ketchum. So catch this. Jack Ketchum? That's it. Wasn't that a kid in the Pokemon series? Oh, that's, that's Ash, Ash Ketchum. That's Ash Ketchum. <laughs> and this came out in 1996. Red is the story of Avery Ludlow, an old widower out fishing, his trusty dog at his side, when he is set upon by three teenage boys intent on robbing him. When they realize Avery hasn't got anything worth their while, the boy with the shotgun blows the dog's head off for oh shit and giggles. God. The titular dog his name is red was Avery's best friend. And he wants justice. He plans to get it no matter what the consequences might be. Holy so this book shit. is like John wick before John wick was a thing. I was going to say, this but sounds- like more horror, um, definitely more horror, horror aspects and moments. It's partially a horror novel, partially a crime revenge drama. Wow. Incredible book. Did make me cry a bit. Um, the prose prose is elegant, beautiful at times, and gory in all the right places. Okay. It's dark, gritty, stunning writing. And I'm not gonna lie, the book made me cry, but you know, I'm a sucker and I love my dog. I've been told that I'm gory in all the right places. <laughs> Alright, well, I don't know. Is that a wife quote? My wife. I don't know. <laughs> so anyways, Red by Jack Ketchum is a great book that will tuck at your heartstrings and also kind of make you really want revenge i already want revenge dude it's a great book and does he murder them does he murder them i can't spoil it 
but it's from 1996 yeah he does he gets revenge he doesn't like murder them in like a certain sort of way there's like a standoff and one of the dudes ends up murdering the other dude by accident it's great uh, okay and then there's a lot of this the dogs the poor dead dog he's like carrying the corpse around like, uh, <laughs> that's horrible dude it's a great book and it is horrible and but not the book's not horrible no the book is great and like my copy even had like a short story at the end that was also really good so but really? I'll, I'll save that for another thing when i run out of reviews okay <laughs> so anyways read by jack ketchum i highly recommend that you read this book called red all right and hug your dog and hug your dog and if you don't have a dog come over and hug my dog oh i hug your dog all the time i hope i have my own dog soon yeah i hope so too so i can hug it yes so we can all have hugs Do- doggy doggy hugs hey all right well thanks for coming to the book club please leave now <laughs> please get out <laughs> now gather your clothes and get out <laughs> wait why are your clothes off i don't know you usually instruct us to take something off you didn't this week though no i didn't no i think last last week it was something about ashes and yes <laughs> yes don't worry that's don't my favorite that's my favorite part of show now all right that's making me uncomfortable i'm gonna have to put in my two weeks notice <laughs> it's so funny anyway <laughs> uh moving on. moving on so melissa's gonna drop some links not the ghost of melissa past a new ghost of melissa <gasps> the a, ghost a, of melissa present the, the ghost of melissa present is here now to drop some links where you can find us and then we'll get into 1975's deep red Ooh. coming at you <laughs> and read in your face okay yeah deeply redly De- deeply and redly in yes. your face hey freaks first and foremost chuck and i here at forsaken cinema want to thank you for your support we wouldn't be able to do what we love without you and you know what we want to hear from you too not only the best way to contact us but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website that's right we have a website forsaken cinema You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. Alright, this is the trailer for Deep Red. There it is. Argento loves the nursery rhyme children. He loves children? And I'm sure he does. In a plutonic way. He has children, right? I don't know. Pretty sure he has at least a daughter. That's true. And you will kill again. And you will kill again. And closer to the most unnatural kind of death. Ow, my butt. Beyond Ooh, listen to Goblin. What was that? Beyond horror into total terror. Terror. Murder runs wild. Blood runs cold. Blood runs cold. Deep. Red. Deep red blood runs cold. The Deeply. Is Redly. Coldly. Running. Running. 
Oh man, you can hear how old this movie is. I love it. <laughs> what is it? Didn't you hear that? Yes, I'm listening to the trailer. Duh. No, what was it? <laughs> I don't know. This is a long trailer. The movie's long too. <laughs> Everywhere you look. Oh, that main theme was my favorite. That you can hear the influence it had on like Carpenter and oh, yeah. other people. That's so good. That's such a fucking doll. Dude, oh, we'll fair, talk about that doll. Part. Favorite part. <laughs> All right, calm down. You calm down. That's all I heard. Calm down, not you. You calm down. Deeply. All right. All right. Why don't you stab us in the heart with that synopsis? All right. A jazz pianist and a wisecracking journalist are pulled into a complex web of mystery after the former witnesses the brutal murder of a psychic. Yes. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Your initial, is it my turn or your turn? I think it's mine. I'm pretty sure it's yours. But my initial thoughts are. Your initial thoughts. You know, I've never seen this one before. I've Really? You've never yeah, seen Deep Red? I've never seen this one. I don't know fan? how, I don't even know how I missed it. But like the cover is like pretty memorable. Like it has that yeah, doll yeah. with the uh-huh. noose. So I feel like everyone's seen that. I love this movie. Oh, God, I yes. love movies like this. And. You know, you're thinking of who did it, who done it the whole time, and uh-huh. you got these great kills, and you got these great cinematography, the the color choices, like especially for the 70s, because you don't really think too much about that. There's some wonderful shots here, and yes. like the score, my God, the score is my favorite part of this movie. Of course, it is. It's so crazy at times because it's just like stops and starts. Yes, it's and really good. It's great. Um, Performed by Goblin, the band. Is it? Mm-hmm. Rock and roll, man. Yeah, Dario Argento used them in a bunch of his movies. Well, he's brilliant. Um, and there's like, I don't know, there's a lot going on here and it's just very entertaining. I do think there are times where there's, the movie does lag a little bit. There's like some. Yeah, I have that on there too. There's some like scenes that could be cut short or even taken out, you know, with some dialogue that's not necessary. I actually wrote some specific scenes that I'm like, okay, can we pick this up I'm a little bit? I'm trying to think if I, yeah, I think I do too, but um overall this movie is incredible i think if you are really into old classic horror and you don't like argento like i'm not sure if i can trust you <laughs> right. uh, like i said like with fulci earlier like this is just italian horror is just stands out especially nowadays yeah. so i love this movie um like i said there's some down down lagging parts but that doesn't ruin the movie at all there's some creepy shit going on there's some great kill scenes um yeah highly recommend this movie yeah it's a lot of fun i love this movie so much um this is one of my favorite argento movies um i haven't seen them all to be completely honest with you um but i've seen the big ones Mm -hmm. and it's 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 gotta be suspiria first just because suspiria yeah hands down and he even had a hand in the one that like came out you know how i like remake you know how i don't 
watch Halloween movies mm-hmm. at like unless it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Because Suspiria isn't technically a Halloween movie, mm-hmm. when I want to watch something Halloweeny with like black cats yeah. and witches oh, and yeah. shit, I put Suspiria on it. Movie's yeah. perfect. I love that movie. Um, and then this is probably a close second. Mm-hmm. And then opera, I think. Mm-hmm. I liked opera mm-hmm. a lot. I really liked yeah. that movie. I haven't watched it in forever either. That movie's really good. But yeah, um, out of Argento's movies, though, even though Suspiria is my favorite, I've probably seen this one the most. Okay, I've seen cool. this one probably three or four times, nice. five times. Yeah, no, I don't maybe, know. This one's no, gone past me. I've definitely seen Suspiria more than I have this. Yeah, that's the one f- I've seen the most. I remember yeah. the first time I saw Suspiria, which wasn't that long ago. Oh, really? Maybe like six or seven years ago. That's still a good amount of time, yeah. Um, because I didn't really start getting into giallos or even really know what they were mm-hmm. until like like not that long ago, yeah. <laughs> to be completely honest. Why do you have a horror podcast? Oh, stop it. There's um, people who have horror <laughs> podcasts who like yeah. don't even like watch movies before the 2000s. The like so. 90s and 2000s, <laughs> yeah. I know someone like that. Yeah. That's... And there are people who think every movie is good or just says that, so... That's true too. I that think I hate, I think I hate that even more. It's like, dude, that movie sucked, and you know it. Yeah. Um. What was I saying? You were but saying yeah, I, 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 you watched this like six years ago. Yeah, for the first, I just got into it. And I remember when I watched Suspiria the first time. I watched it twice in a row. Like uh-huh. I watched it oh, back yeah. to back. I was like, and that's a long so one too, but it's so good. It's so good. Um. So yeah, I don't think I've seen this one the most. It definitely seen Suspiria the mm-hmm. most, but I've seen this one a couple times. A kick-ass goblin score, as you mentioned. Dude, uh, we got some so really good. cool kills with great gore. Uh, we have really quirky characters, oh, yeah. fun mystery. There's an interesting twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some really well-written dialogue at parts okay. that's really kind of intriguing to me yeah. at certain certain points that I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll point stuff. out. Um, there's some legit funny parts that mm-hmm. really make me laugh. Um, this is this is a perfect giallo. Oh this, yeah. This checks all the boxes. It's got the 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 weird cinematography, like you said, which is which is an aspect that I forgot to mention. Is like weird camera angles uh-huh. and POV stuff. And is, like some oh, and I love that that POV yeah. like uh, which yeah. I wrote down. I'll get to that. But yeah, uh, the way he does it here is yeah. brilliant. Um, and like I said, I've never went hard into like the world of giallos. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. I w- I don't even know that I've seen a lot. I've seen like a handful. I've seen like the the big ones, yeah. the ones you. Well, this is what you're supposed to see. Um, but I think after watching this, after watching this and really analyzing it for this episode and really like picking it apart and looking at it, I really got this much deeper appreciation for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I might start like plowing through some giallos. Yeah. So yeah, you might be hearing me talk awesome. about some more. I would love I to really, hear more. Really liked this movie. Or I really like this movie, and uh, yeah, I think it's time I really kind of explored hey. the giallo landscape a little bit more than I have. Yeah, that's so awesome. yeah, great movie, love it, <laughs> love it, love it. All right. Uh, spoilers, ahoy, hoy. Oh boy, Let's boy. do some frightening facts. For for frightening facts. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do crew and cast. Uh. Directed by the wonderful Dario Argento. I already listed a couple of his movies. Opera, Tenabre, Inferno, mm-hmm. uh, The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, Suspiria, as I mentioned. There's, yeah, a, there's a whole bunch you, of other you, ones. I um, think you'd be able to know. Prolific. Go look some up. Director. I don't think I don't think I've seen a bad 
Argento mm-hmm. movie. He doesn't have any bad movies. No. And some people will say like, yeah, this isn't that great. And then you'll watch it and be like, that's a standard beautiful movie. Shut the fuck up. Bird with the Crystal Plumage was his first movie. And he like yeah. came out swinging. That movie's great. But that like like the Fulci movies and the Bava movies, people were like, oh, this one's not good. And you're like watching. You're like, what are you talking well, what about? Are you, what the fuck are you? Maybe it's not his best movie, but yeah. it still fucking rocks. Exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, and this was written by Dario Argento and Bernardio Zapponi. Zapponi? I don't know. He sounds like a daddy to me. <laughs> Just from his name? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, uh, look at that cannoli. Oh, my <laughs> <Sorry>. God. Jeez. <laughs> Cast. Uh, David Hemmings. Uh, Daria Nicolo- Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon? Nicol- <laughs> I think it's Nickelodeon. Yeah, definitely Gabrielle Nickelodeon. Gabrielle Lavia Macha Merrill. She played uh, Helga Omen from in the beginning. Elka. Eros Pagni... Oh, man, I think I'm butchering these names. You, you got this. Juliana Calandra, Piero Mazingi, Glocko Maori, Clara Calamai, oh. Aldo Bonamano, <laughs> Aldo Bonamano, Liano Del Bazo, Del Balzo, cop taking notes, yeah, Vittorio <laughs> Fanfoni, police photographer Geraldine Hooper, young Carlo, Jacopi Mariani. That felt like a spoiler. Okay, I'm done. Right. Oh, that was a spoiler, but we're in spoilers. Oh, boy, boy. Oh, oh boy, boy. <laughs> I love when he looks at the knife and his mouth is doing that thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, there's a lot more. Fruit vendor, hit man, cons- concerned man in restroom. That was me. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into, uh, oh, I almost some went facts? on to the next segment. You do some yeah. facts? Do some uh, Friday facts All for right. us. I have two I will share. Co-writer Bernardino Zapponi, you know, uh, rest in peace, I'm sorry for butchering your name, um, said <laughs> the inspiration behind the murder scenes came from him and Dario Argento thinking of painful injuries yes, that the uh, audience could relate to. Basically, not everyone knows the pain of being shot by a gun, but everyone has at some point accidentally struck furniture or been scalded by hot water. That's a good, uh, yeah, yeah, smart. Uh, actually, I have three total. Sorry, can't read, can't count, can't math. The close-up shots of the killer's hand, clad in black leather gloves, like we said, is very popular in, in Giallo films, were performed by director Dario Argento yeah, himself. And David Hemmings and Daria Nicolotti rehearsed the arm wrestling scene over 70 times, driving Dario Argento, who doesn't like to repeat things too many times, crazy in the process. <laughs> and that's what I got. Huh, I wonder why they had to rehearse it so much. I think that was just their choice. Maybe, maybe they like, like arm wrestling. Maybe they liked each other. Ooh. She's gorgeous, man. She's very attractive. Ooh, she's very attractive. And he looked like Paul McCartney. And he did look like <laughs> Paul McCartney. <laughs> very McCartney, much like Paul, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney looking ass. That's what I wrote in my notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Do you have any other facts you'd like to add? Or? I'm looking for some. Okay, really well, let me sing a song to the people in Italian. Oh. Okay, writer, director. <laughs> writer, you don't know Italian. <laughs> writer, director, Dario Argento. <laughs> Later said about the movie, as I was filming it, I knew exactly what I wanted. I was very relaxed, not stressed at all. The story is beautiful. I wrote it effortlessly in a couple of days. It was miraculous. You just need to watch a movie to know how the director was feeling at the moment he was making it. Mm-hmm. So Dario Gento had a, lice, a lot of nice things to say about himself and his movie. <laughs> I mean, good for him. I don't blame him. Um, production took 10 weeks. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is this is one that I wanted to look up because I made it a point to bring this up in uh, What's to Like. After Marcus Daly has witnessed the murder, he and Carlo are seen discussing the murder with uh, in front of the large statue of Poe in mm-hmm. Turin, Italy. 
mm-hmm. in center shot. Gorgeous, gorgeous scene. Yes, I wrote that down. That is a it very is, memorable it is scene. Very memorable. It's just this gigantic statue, and then they're either they're on either side. Yeah, it's like talking spread about out, the painting. It's dark. It yeah. was excellently framed shot. It mm-hmm. looks amazing. So like artistic. Brilliant. Uh, the statue is of a man at the Turin Fountain, representing the River Po, the largest waterway in Italy. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a fact. Yeah, I'm glad I saw that one though, because I would have forgotten to look that up. Uh, even though the story is set in Rome, most of the outdoor scenes were actually shot in Turin. All right. Anyway. Well, cheer in for a oh treat God. when I tell you what I liked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Flawless segue. <laughs> Amazing. You're welcome. That is a professional segue. Well, I am a that's professional. Why, that's so why we pay you the big bucks on I this am show. professional. Professional. Oh my God. You're fired. Thank you. That's all I've wanted. <laughs> I've been trying to get you to fire me since day one. But you think everything I say is funny and not infuriating. <laughs> Do you want me to go on? I would like you to okay, go on. Yes. So what, let me what tell did you, you like. like about this movie? Okay. I'll try not to say it like every single scene because it's hard. But I like that opening, the silent opening scene with the murder, like the shadows and the knife. And this is like the... People don't know this is like a scene from... Like it's a flashback scene pretty much. Yeah. So I love that way they did that. Uh Loads of red being used for the backdrops and the tablecloths and the settings. Yes, very a lot of red in this movie. I love this like killer point of view like we talked about. You get that from the person in the theater when they're outed as a killer maybe. They get up and they walk out. You get them walking past all the seats and then in the bathroom. It's a really nice like change and angle. It's very cool, yeah. Uh, we talked about the score because Jesus Louise's, I love the heck. That's out one of, of the that. best scores in horror. Seriously, Michael literally was walking by, heard it, and, and he it just me. sat down. Yeah. He was like, "Okay." He's like, "What is this?" So it's pretty intense at times. It was great. Mike loved it. Well, I'm glad. Not the movie, the score. I yeah. don't know how he felt about the movie. He probably was a little bored. He doesn't. Yeah. But it. yeah, he loved the score because he like came in and just sat down. He was like, "Oh wow," he kept pointing it out. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's like some great shots here. The shot of the woman who's the psychic. She's on the phone. This is before she gets killed. Uh-huh. And it's just like her eyes up. It's like a brilliant, beautiful yeah. shot. And like the close up on the piano keys. Piano. Like the piano keys. Um, so there's that the close up on the TV, like in doing the news. And there's that person smoking out of focus. Oh, yeah. And that the, you I said with the two dudes. Why was that so memorable? I don't know, but it's such a good shot. Why was shot. that such a like eye catching, like little shot? I feel like they want us, shot. like our brains to think like, oh, that's got to be the killer. Because if I'm going to be honest with you, I watched this twice, which is yeah. another reason I didn't watch more movies this week. So oh, I, which watched, is fine, I yeah. watched this twice because I was like, I watched it the one night and I was like, you know, I don't fucking watch this again. I love this movie. Yeah. And both times I noticed that scene. Yeah. I feel like they want us to think that. <laughs> the killer even though it's not Maybe it's the red herring like, yes i thought it was just a really nice shot it was and then like the shot after that is like those two dudes to discussing with the statue or whatever yeah, like yeah. there are some great fucking visuals here um argento has this like signature glass breaking kill nearly in like all yeah, of his and films all his movies. Very and successful. this has one too with the psychic glass. classic yep. uh, <laughs> so also, I like laughed so hard when he's like sitting in that VW bug and he's yeah. so far down. Yes. His seat just like yes. falls and the uh, camera doesn't go with him. It just, I know. It just stays uh, at his eyes. There was some eyes. great light humor That's in this. so funny. And yeah. the whole time he's down there, like his thing keeps flipping up. Yeah. And then his door handle, he's locked in. Yeah. Um, you ever had a car like that? No. <laughs> I had a car that was close to that. My, yeah. I had a Volkswagen Jetta in like 
the early 2000s when I started it's, driving. Those Volkswagen. That was man. from like 1996, and things should, would things would just fall off oh of gosh. it. Oh my gosh! No, I like my first car was a Buick Regal from the 90s, and that thing was a boat, but oh, that wow. was solid. Yeah. So no, you and then a, like yeah. a. You run into another car with that, yeah. that with that car, and, and I like knocked the like mirror off once because I was like shouting out my window at somebody, and it just the, the it was just solid. It's like pretty. You were shouting out the window at some chicken head on the street. It was some some, some scrub. Uh, I was that was shut up. We're gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who are you shouting at? Nobody, just some hot dude. So, <laughs> were you catcalling some <laughs> hot guy? I was like. Seventeen. <laughs> That's well, hilarious. he gave me my mirror back because he was my best friend's neighbor. So. <laughs> so we just like glued that shit back on, and it was fine. That's so funny. Anyways, so about the movie. So there's some some great humor in the movie as well. Uh, there's creepy dolls, creepy birds, closet eyeballs, vocalizing the children. Eyeballs, yes, yeah. fucking great. Everything is creepy in this movie. Um, I love that when this girl is getting murdered she left a clue like that's very smart very agatha christie novel thing yeah, to do yeah. um like i don't know i wrote down all kinds oh, of what are you talking about the mirror the, the, the steam yeah yeah the steam i thought that was brilliant it's very agatha christie like murder mystery whodunit which is obviously the whodunit giallo right, right, right. yeah um the guy spilling his tea made me crack up so hard. And then... The Wait, guy spilling his tea? Right before that creepy doll came in. The best scene of this fucking movie. Yeah, when he spilled his tea? Yeah, he like spilled it. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember. So, there's a lot of great stuff going on. When he opens that hole in the wall and he sees the dead mummified body. It's so gnarly. You got the car dragging murder scene. Head ran over. Oh, God. Dude, there's that... So many good things. That scene is... Uh, one, that's it, the most memorable for me honestly one, outside of the dummy one it's heart-wrenching to me because i uh we'll get to it but i love carlo yeah with all of my heart but you like, like at he's, a point didn't think yo he's the killer at one point you do and but that's the and then when you find out like, maybe i did eh. the maybe the first time i watched this i did i definitely did i don't think that i did i think i was confused because because then the guy points out like because, he couldn't like, have done it he was with me yeah, if you remember yeah. the movie you're like wait no he was there when they heard the scream they, they i they want you to not think about that but yeah because they did get me at first they do get me head. at first and then he's like well he wasn't he was with me. and i was like wait he's right uh, and no, then you got the twist of carlo's mama and yeah oh uh, and then you, they show you like but what happens what happens to him is so tragic Dude, he's but such a such a gnarly he's such scene. a tragic yeah, character you do feel bad i feel like uh, i yeah. agree after you figure it out you're like but wow, it is poor a guy. gross scene and they really drag his death yeah. out they do because <laughs> like, he's just like being drugged behind the truck yeah, and it's like just, for a while yeah. he's bouncing off shit he's uh, got blood everywhere brilliant and then scene. his head gets run over and obviously like the last thing I will say about what I liked, because there's so much to like here, that fucking creepy doll scene is my favorite scene of this movie. That puppet a scary thing, hell. marionette, whatever it is. It's so scary. Classic like doll that they use in other horror movies yeah. and shows and stuff because it's this so... This one's way creepier. Oh, dude. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is horrifying. And it's just like barges into the room and yeah. starts like running at him and i'm like and hell like, holy no. fuck if i was in that situation i would shit my pants yes like, i'm sure he did i would shit i would be like ah <laughs> ah so. there's shit in my pants now <laughs> well it's fine because he, he's dead shortly after so anyways Bro, we'll talk I, about that kill scene too that's Oof, that's my favorite fucking, of course it is anyway so that's what i loved about this movie so many things yeah i could add so much more but you know i would just be talking here you'd all just night. be yeah you'd just yeah. be um okay you took good you took a lot of mine because i was Sorry. like no, no no it's good because mine is like really long and you took out about half of it so that's good 
Give me more. Um, I feel like wait, this... yours is really long. It... I'd never Shut heard that. Up. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's an innie. It's an innie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't even have a penis. Oh, me neither. Twins. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> um, Proceed. What, oh my God. what did you like? <laughs> um, I feel like this movie. It's weird saying this after what we were just talking about. I feel like this movie is a very progressive movie for its time. And I think a lot of Argento's movies in general were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like this one in particular watching it this time. Because you know, I'm watching it, I'm analyzing things. And you think about movies that were made around 1975. Yes, yes. And there's a lot. I, I feel like he's, he's got to be intentionally doing this. Where he's turning some of the stereotypes of cinema on the top. He's kind of yes, turning them yeah. on their heads. With some of his character choices and some of the things he did. Because this is some of the stuff that I really noticed this time. One, our main character is a not-so-manly man. You know what I mean? He's kind of a nervous type. But he's also misogynistic. Well, yes, he's very misogynistic. And that's a thing I did not like. Well, he, Which I do like that the lady is like, he is, well, I'm going to do what I want. But with that whole scene, I feel like Argento is addressing that. Yes. He's saying like, no... We're because you know, she doesn't conform to like gender, which norms, I do love. That's why she's like, going kick his know, ass at arm wrestling, gender politics or whatever. Yeah. She's she's she represents that kind of thing. She's kind of coming at him with that. Like Argento is saying something mm-hmm. there. Yes. Um, he's a musician, and not that there's not anything like unmanly about musicians. Um, it's just not. I just don't think it's typical for the the main hero guy to be you know a jazz pianist. A jazz yeah. pianist. Because like, do you know any jazz pianists? Do I know any jazz penises? Yes. <laughs> I know I know Mike. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has a penis. He does. Confirmed. I've never seen it. Do you want to? No. I could draw you a picture. Uh, that's cool. Okay. I'm good. Um, but <laughs> no, yeah, but I hear what you're saying. But he, he's kind of a nervous type. They, they say it in the, mu- the movie. She's like, why are you so nervous all the time? He's like, nah, I'm not nervous. It's my art. He says it's my artistic temperament. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um and I also I, I do I'll give him this like I do like very much that when this the kills start happening he's like fuck the cops I'll do this shit yeah, myself yeah it's like the police he doesn't there, there are no cops in this movie whatsoever investigating any of these murders. I think he talked to like one person at yeah. one time and, <laughs> and that then he's was like, it he's like I'm gonna do this on my own and they even address that in the yeah. movie at certain points like why are you doing this and he's like I, I don't know just, I have to right? like, no one else is no one else is um, hello meatball hi uh, we have a very. We already talked about Gianna, but we have a very strong female character yes. in Gianna, um, who our main character actually like. She bails him out of a couple of situations. Oh, yeah. Like he, he even he, he even does like the burning building damsel in distress mm-hmm. stereotype. Mm-hmm. She, and she saves him. She pulls him out of a burning yeah. building. Yeah, you're um, right. And he's the one. And she, it doesn't even mess up her eyeliner. You go, girl. When the killer is in his house, he calls her first. Mm-hmm. He calls her. He's like, I need help. The killer's in my house, trying to kill me. And she's like, stay calm mm-hmm. and like tell it. So he's really like flipping the script on a lot of this shit. Um, uh, we have two queer characters, which I, I'm mm-hmm. sure you, one, you don't, you don't definitely don't see that a lot no. in, in like early, early seventies movies. It's very taboo. You know, you, you, mm-hmm. you run the risk of people really shitting on your movie mm-hmm. back then. But not only does he have those two characters, but he goes a little bit deeper than like just two people having sex. The um, Carlos partner, mm-hmm. he Argento even gave him a line where he was like, he was like, I love that guy mm-hmm. a lot, but he's uh, he's in a lot of trouble and he's like having problems and mm-hmm. he's like really concerned. So he's not just showing yeah. like, oh look, I have uh, two queer characters in the movie. Like no, they have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like they're in love and like it's it's deeper than just so all of these stuff. Oh, and our killer is a woman. 
there which Argento does in other movies. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of things that he's doing in these movies that are, you know. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Like ahead of it in the 70s. Definitely. Right. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. You don't, you know, you don't see a lot of this stuff in movies from back then. And uh, maybe they were more tolerant in Europe at this time with this I stuff. I would think so. Maybe. I think like I think about like American movies, like American movies in the seventies. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> like, the hero always has to be buff, brave guy that tells everybody yeah. what to do, and with know, his chest hair, with his chest hair and his square chin, and maybe a mustachio. Like remember in uh, when we watched um, the birds. Remember when he yeah. like took charge and like all the women were screaming and afraid yeah. and he just like grabbed them all by yeah. their shoulders and like, like Let's go. sat them all down. You crazy women. Well, that's the 60s. So. Yeah. That Maybe was, that yeah. changed a decade. No, I'm kidding. Um, there is a lot of really funny shit in this. You mentioned the the car. The mm-hmm. car is really funny. Um, the arm wrestling scene was funny mm-hmm. and kind of, yeah, interesting. Um I mean, I know we find out that Carlo's mother is the killer. Yes. But also the scene, she's, you find out that she's pretty much doing it on purpose, playing up this crazy, like, crazy old coot yeah, lady yeah. that she keeps, call, she keeps calling him an engineer for some mm-hmm. reason. I thought that was funny. Um, and, I mean, it's good writing because you figure out why she's doing that. She's trying to throw yeah. everyone off the trail by being like, oh, I'm just, I'm just crazy old lady that couldn't mm-hmm. have done anything. Really, she's this cold-blooded psycho killer. <laughs> Um, when he calls the reporter, when he calls, um, Gianna, what's his name? Gianni or Gianna? Gianna, no. Gianni? Isn't Gianna? That was Gianni. Gianni? Oh, Gianna. You're right. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> when he, when he calls her from that restaurant or whatever he's in and mm-hmm. the cook next to him is using that big machine oh my gosh, steam, yeah. and he's like yelling on the phone and he finally like loses his shit on the guy. It's mm-hmm. like. Could you turn that shit off, please? And he starts yelling. I was super funny. So yeah, there's a lot of really funny, fun stuff in this movie. Um, one of my favorite scenes in this movie, and this is a really good spot of dialogue, I yeah. thought, was in the beginning um, where we first meet Carlos. Carlos, yeah. sorry, not Carlo, Carlos. Yeah. Uh, the dialogue is great. He's drunk and talking about how like Marcus plays the piano for art and he plays for mm-hmm. survival. Mm-hmm. I love the set. The set design is great. They're outside in this open square. There's no other characters. It feels like you're watching a play. And, you know, it feels like you're yeah. straight up watching a scene in a play. And um, uh, we already talked about Seaman's statue. But immediately after that scene in The Kill, there's Seaman's statue. It just looks and feels awesome. And the dialogue is really well written. And I don't know. That's one of my favorite scenes. I just really, really like it a lot. I think cool. it's really yeah, great. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 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 uh. When... <laughs> When Olga's Olga's a little girl. Yeah. When her dad slaps her. Oh in the my face, god! And she just fucking takes it. Yeah. And like licks Yo. her lip and like, like mm-hmm. smiles at him. I really thought they were gonna do more with her character. Yeah. They yeah. didn't really do. They had these little points, and she's like stabbing lizards, which is upsetting. Yeah, with like needles. Because they and shit. really yeah. did it. That was a real lizard. Oh. You didn't notice that? No, I saw the lizard. I didn't know it was real. Dude, look at it. Okay, this is I'm 19, good. This I'm is not looking at it. 1975. Of course they killed that lizard not cool man that was very real thing not to like but they didn't kill a bird oh they killed a bird no that bird was so oh, fake oh no, no 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 they killed that, that bird. that was like a fake i think bird. you wanted it to be fake it in looked head. fake no it did not it, it looked did real. i me. rewound it three times it was a real, all right well i did write that down as something that i didn't like that was a real like. bird that they killed and that they put fake fake red blood oh my god on. that was well, a real bird you wrote, can see it moving a I, little bit mm, it I wrote was that dying I didn't like that, on okay? the camera they probably killed a couple trying to get the shot right not cool man 
Not they didn't cool. give a shit back then. Uh, Dario Argento is progressive, but he wasn't that progressive. He still didn't care. Rude. Um, but yeah, she's kind of a badass, and uh, yeah, I wish I wish something would have been done with her character. They don't really mm-hmm. do anything with her. Yeah, they don't give her. you. Yeah. I thought she was honestly the first time I saw this. I thought she was gonna have something to do with the murders. I thought so too. I thought she's gonna be a little, little yeah, killer, like maybe. a little accomplice or something. Yeah. But nope, they don't. Um. And then we already talked about the doll. Yeah, there's a ton of other stuff to like in this movie, but for the sake of time. Mm-hmm. What didn't you like? All right. Well, I like I said, there are some sequences in the film with overlong dialogue that can be removed to speed the movie along just a bit. It doesn't ruin the film, but like you could cut it down just a little bit. It is over two hours long. Uh, uh, let me th- uh, Since sure. you're on that point, I'll say my... The two scenes that I thought they could have cut down, which they could have cut out, in my opinion, mm-hmm. they could have cut out a total of like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, was the scene where uh, Professor Giordani mm-hmm. is discovering that the steam in the bathroom revealed. Yes. That took way too long. I liked what he was doing. But I liked I agree. it, but it, it needed to be over a lot quicker because yeah. you know what's ha- going to happen. Even the mm-hmm. first time you're watching it, you're like, okay, yeah, he's going to find the steam. Okay, he's going to go. We all know how this scene is going to end. Please yeah. just find the steam. There's a thing <laughs> written in the steam. And then the other one was when uh, Marcus is searching the killer's house. Yes, like I thought finds, that took way oh too long. Oh my God, way it took too long. so long. <laughs> That's it. That's uh, just those two spots yeah, for me. But I agree. Absolutely. Um, And I think all the acting is fine. But when, every time the psychic would go, ah throws her head around wow, and we waves her hand same page in this I movie i laughed so hard like and not like it was supposed to be intentional it was just like oh, no. what the fuck is happening it here? was bad her and, acting was yeah. terrible that was and the only spot of bad acting they have that like shot afterwards where she's not drinking the water and it's what, coming what out the of her fuck? fucking I had this mouth thing, i had the exact same thing on that and it's just gross why did that happen uh she was her brain was going ouchies and her mouth was going oh i don't know it was so melodramatic i over hate the top. like i did not like that scene i hate it but it was no. my least favorite part of the movie because i'm like what is this goofy shit yeah i still like it yeah, yeah. It, it, it did not match yeah it, but it, it happened it didn't it's like match over so quickly for the that, rest so. of the movie because the rest of the movie is very much um, I won't say serious, but it's like you know, it's 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 good. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's well acted, well written. So that scene else. actually stands out a little bit as it like it does not because it's like fitting w- in. And when you watch it for the first time, I remember watching it for the first time and being like, "Is this okay? This is going to be a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Like this is going to be terrible acting." Okay, yeah, so, but when you get past that, you're good. But then that's it. Then she's it's like, like oh, the first no. one to die, so you're good. Well, second if you count the you know opening um and okay so when she does die she gasps and like steps back shocked and i guess because the killer is there but it takes like 30 more seconds for him to like pop into frame and hack her to death and i was like wait did she wait get killed start her? over say it again what scene so are you talking when about? she like the psychic is being murdered at first she opens the door and she like gasps and t- like steps back all shocked okay because the killer's there but it still takes him like 30 more seconds or her to pop into the frame and hack her to death so at first i thought it was like a mistake okay because it I seemed like her, yeah. she was like oh like she got hit but that she was didn't weird, yeah. it was just, so it's just a little nitpick because i really don't have a lot to say here yeah uh you've already said everything I also say. like you pointed out about how like the penis 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 was <laughs> it really sounds like you're saying penis i know i say it on purpose <laughs> but like to counter like make her the female character like more badass and like stand out yeah. so i get what you're saying but like when he was like women are weaker gentler like chill bro you play the piano like, <laughs> <Chill. laughs> hear that mike you're gentle michael knows i'm more rough than him 
it's true <laughs> mike is a gentle and then soul the last thing i said is killing that bird rude so i'm also going to throw in the lizard too because oh uh, the lizard i brain did not want to believe that was real but I, now you think about it you see it squirming all around yeah, and it's very real they so didn't, they didn't i have am the technology not to do that. down with the killing of animals for your movies we actually don't even need it that we don't need the bird we don't need we don't need the lizard yeah they didn't care, they could have just put a baby there a baby <laughs> not a real baby a fake baby no, we just cover it with blood whatever you're disgusting yeah anyways that's it for me what didn't you like i think you hit everything i know it's just the movie's so good uh the chick with the birds being oh the the whole scene with the the woman being stalked who has the birds in her house mm-hmm. yes that whole scene is great and her mm-hmm. yeah that scene is great yeah so what did you not like Buddy. oh wait this is what not so why did yeah. i write to- oh and she stabs one of the bird we already talked yeah. about the birds really Rude. looked like they actually killed that bird i'm almost positive they did i looked fake to me but i looked it up and it doesn't say either way so yeah the psycho the psychics uh performance in the beginning oh, made yeah. me chortle just like you Ooh, chortling chortling chortled hardcore chortling hardcore chortling Ooh, chortled in my pants um yeah that's all i got you took all mine all so right. we're Good. on the same page Good. you want to do creepy questions i don't have any I don't do you have any either oh, that's okay what's your favorite uh argento movie uh suspiria suspiria yeah. yeah yeah the first one i mean the remake or whatever he had it he did too which was good but i still like the original so much better i also like the original uh yeah i didn't have any no that's <laughs> fair questions. sorry no it's all right we uh don't have it. freaky favorites all right let's go freaky 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 favorite favorite what's he doing oh he's making something what's he making in there oh no um all right your favorite kill um obviously it's gonna be when he sends that totally fucking creepy doll marionette thing into the room as a distraction then pops into the she i would keep saying he but it's a, it's a lady pops into the window and kills that guy smashes his face into the banister and stabs him in the back of the neck dope i love that scene uh that is also my favorite dude him him getting his mouth like cur- uh, like basically being curb stomped yeah right into the corner of the banister thingy Ooh, um, i like it a lot and I really fight hard not to let the fact that this dude's this is not a small dude. Mm-mm. And the killer is this little old woman. Eh, she's a little burly. Eh, is she strong enough to do what she's doing? I don't doing? know about that. See, that was always my <laughs> problem. Don't think, about the, it. Just don't think about it. With the like the scream movies. It's always like a little teenage girl. And then you're like, what the fuck? What are urban, urban legends? Yeah. It's that tiny little girl. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you were stringing up yeah, like no 180 way, pound dudes. No, you weren't. But I hear ya. Uh, Runner-up was chick in the bathtub. I thought the makeup for her boiled oh, face good, yeah. was pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it looked real enough to me. Favorite character. Uh, I'm going to say the housekeeper maid lady answering questions about the dead oh, yeah, chick. She was, she was like a nice yeah. old lady. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> that was funny. I uh, liked her. Uh, Carlo, hands course, down. Yeah. I loved his character so much. Such a tragic character and such a likable person. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my opinion, uh, the best acting in the movie. I think his acting was great. His, yeah. I think his acting was the best out yeah. of everyone else. Um, and yeah, I just thought he was a very well-written character and just very likable and relatable. Rela- yeah, I guess relate- relatable. No, not really relatable. I'm not a dr- well, I've been a drunk before. <laughs> <laughs> drunk right now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm drunk right now. Just fell um, over. I just I just really liked his character yeah, a lot, and it's really totally kind cool. of heart wrenching yeah. watching his death. They're just mm-hmm. like, no, Carlo, 
Somebody stop the truck. <laughs> they're just laughing around like yeah. along, like not noticing. It's okay. honestly a little hard to, for me to watch. That's how much I liked his character. Oh, no. I love that scene. That was uh, runner up for my death. <laughs> no, Carlo. Yeah. I can't. I can't like that scene. Uh, your favorite quote. Okay. What made you become a pianist? Well, my psychiatrist would say that it's because I hated my father because when I banged the keys, I'm really bashing his teeth in. Actually, it's because I really like music. Can you stop? I can't. I know. We're How twins. do you always pick the same? There's a, a million one. lines in this movie. Then why did you pick a different one? I picked this one because I can relate because like I, I could hear like somebody saying like, you became a drummer because you hated your father yeah, and just wanted to face. smash his face in with your sticks. Well... And like, they wouldn't be 100% wrong. Okay. Like, well, actually, it's because you like music. But actually, it's because I liked music. <laughs> all right. Sorry, bud. Um, we twins in. All right. Uh, my least favorite quote. <laughs> my very least favorite quote was, Hino to thee, raped virgin. I was like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I was like, oh. That was like my, the only spot in that dialogue where I was yeah. like, oh, no. No. <laughs> that was a little disturbing. Carlo no, did not care if someone was being raped at all yeah wow and but you liked his character so much i did i don't think he actually thought someone was being raped i think he knew what was going on someone was actually being ra- no <laughs> no at what point I'm kidding. what point do you think that he knows his mother is the killer do you think he's known the whole time i do because because he's of the drinking the kid, but also he's the kid in the beginning so yeah i think the drinking is like part of the reason like his mother killed his father or whatever yeah, and then he's got he's the one picking up the knife it's definitely a traumatic experience yeah so he has he's known that his mother's been yeah. a murderer for a long time and that's probably why he why like he's drinks. drunk all the yeah. time yeah but he still lives with her well you know yeah he's probably got no else can't to go. help you love her yeah but um is that it that's it all right, wow. episode 83, in the bag, in the yes. deep red bag. Ooh, the red, deep red. Deep, Deeply red, cold, coldly blood dead. <laughs> red, deep red, red, bag. Redly. Red, redly deep. Well, thank you for listening to everyone. This was a fun episode. Yeah, we right. hope you guys dug it. Uh, you can too. find us on Instagram, at Forsaken Cinema. You can. Oh, excuse me. Uh, you can visit our website, ForsakenCinema.com, where you can message us. Uh, buy merch or you can go to our tea public from there and mm-hmm. buy some merch do, it. do all that stuff and uh we are available wherever you get your podcasts on every streaming service and wherever you're listening you should rate review subscribe share 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 like, share, right, share. Review, give them stars yes follow share do whatever it takes mm-hmm. uh yes give us those stars give us all the love please please we're begging you. <laughs> no, I won't do that again. I um, remember that one time I had like yeah. a <laughs> break. Don't do that. Out. Don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, is that it? That's it. That, that was, I did that quick. Yeah, you did. It's a short outro. It's a weird intro and a short outro. Yeah, it's a very sh- strange episode. The tros. Yeah, there was very little. Uh, yeah, not enough. Not very many dick jokes. Wow. Didn't Tell get, one now. Didn't get it very irreverent. That's a big word. Strange strange episode for us. We're tired. Anyway, we'll (laughs) talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye!